Hey guys and welcome back to It's Your Life and This Is Mine The Podcast with your host Charlotte Emily Price. Today we are joined by Megan Short. Hey. And I'm really excited to have Megan here because I've loved her for so long. And yeah, we're going to just talk about her podcast, self-help, your travel like journey. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, just a little bit about you. And I know a lot of my like audience already love you, so I'm Aww. sure they'll enjoy this episode. Do you want to do a little intro to yourself? Oh, I can try. <laughs> I feel like I did, I did my first podcast the other day about like being a proper guest about my journey. And it was so weird to talk about because I feel like I haven't even been on the journey. But yeah. my name's Megan. I've yeah. been making, I've actually been making YouTube videos for coming up six years now. Mm-hmm. March of like when I was 16. So yeah, nearly six years. Um, recently started a podcast. Actually, it's a year old now. And I've just, I've just graduated. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Just graduated and moved to Manchester by myself. So that's my little life path at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to navigate. <laughs> yeah, I love that. When you just said about the you being a, your first podcast guest, I did it the other day as well. And I just started crying. Oh my god, like, I was I, nearly in tears, and I was, was like, so, hold it together. It was so weird, I felt like I was on Stephen Bartlett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on Rosie Breen's podcast talking about grief, and I talk about it constantly on my podcast, mm-hmm. and when she was asking questions to me, I think, because I usually am talking and asking on other people, terms. I was just sitting there crying, I was like, I'm really sorry, like, I'm not even that, I don't know why, really, I'm just well, like yeah. crying, I'm really emotional. Yeah, it's um, funny when someone yeah. else asks you about it though, because it's like, I don't know, it's like you have to, there's something about a safe space for podcasts, mm-hmm. which is you and your mic, you feel like you're talking to no one, then when someone yeah. else asks you, you're like, God, I have to answer this. Yeah. <laughs> so you started your YouTube pre-uni, right? Mm-hmm. So how was that transition into like student life for you? Because I loved watching your student videos because when I left, I was like, I miss uni. Uh, <laughs> well, I say I was pre- I was pretty seamless in terms of we were talking about like content. Mm-hmm. It was actually really easy because there was so much to make about mm-hmm. it. But I actually didn't enjoy like my first my first like term of mm-hmm. uni up until Christmas wasn't a fan <laughs> literally yeah. thought I was gonna like drop out but just because I was in the wrong course mm-hmm. um but luckily changed like my flatmate at the time did the course that I then mm-hmm. did so luckily I knew what it was so moved over to that and then and then loved it I feel like I was always in a bit of a rush to finish because mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to do so badly which was social media and it was almost harder when it was going so well in uni because I was like I want to get out I want to get out like I want to yeah. focus on my career but yeah it was a great three years I loved it did you ever find any issues with you doing YouTube whilst you're at uni, like at all, like with maybe flatmates that you were put with originally, or Ooh. lecturers or anything? Because I had a few weird mm. stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so obviously I feel like I'm a very cautious blogger mm-hmm. in the sense of just like I don't want to be like in everyone's face yeah. all the time. So when I first got there, I kind of like took it slow. I wouldn't ever like vlog too much in like the kitchen a little bit but then like me and all my flatmates like filmed videos together and stuff um so that was fun and they quickly like got used to it and they all loved it like the girls I lived with all the way through oh my god literally they get stopped in Aldi now like yeah. <laughs> everyone loves love them that. they're in all my vlogs but I had a few because the first course I was on didn't have some of the didn't have some of the best people in it which is why I think I also didn't get on with it that that well um, and then it's funny because so I was on fashion photography, moved to fashion branding. So we were like the two main mm-hmm. people that we would both collab with. So yeah. I seen them all all the time, and all my friends would collab with the photographers and stuff. And they'd literally like get to shoots, and they'd be like, "Oh, you live with Megan, don't you?" And they're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "How much money does she make then?" I'm like, "Why? Why?" That's so weird. But why do you just care? Like, I think it's so strange. Like, corner my friends and then be like, "Oh, let's like ask all these questions about her when I haven't spoke to you in like three years." That's so interesting. Yeah. And once we did a, because I did fashion branding, so we talked a lot about social mm-hmm. media. We had like a whole, one of our whole modules was on social media and we had three lectures mm-hmm. on um, influencers. And what did my tutor ask? She was like, do you think they, ca- do you think like they care about what they're pr- promoting or something? And I was like, I think they care more than you think. Or I think it's like harder than you think or something I said. And she was like, and what do you think I think? And I was like, oh fair enough probably did assume and I was like oh just the way you're talking about it you sound like they're probably a bit like careless and they're like oh no no and I was like really they're probably the people in this world who think most about what they're saying to people and then she was like I basically went on a bit of a rant because I was like didn't feel like she did it very justice (laughs) and she was like why do you feel so strongly and I was like I was like this is my job (laughs) And then we were talking about like trends and stuff and then like the Greg sausage roll thing came up and she was like about talking about the vegan sausage roll, sorry, it was a really long story. 
but I was like, oh yeah, when you get a vegan thing at Greg's, I'll give you a separate vegan bag so you know which was which, so you get like a vegan bag. She was like, oh, and then the next lecture came in because this is when we were all splitting groups because of COVID. And she was like, oh yeah, well, Meg's, Megan gets a special vegan bag because she's an influencer apparently. So the next like group of people apparently was chatting about me. And I love I love them so much, but I was like, leave it out. Like, I was just yeah. trying to give you an insight into yeah. what you're actually talking about. Yeah, it's so rogue. I remember as well, like people on my course would pretend to be nice to my face and then like talk about me to my lecturers. And I got called in for a meeting in first year about really? it. Yeah, and it was like, she made it really serious. I was literally shitting myself. I was such a pussy back then as well. Like I'd come from like a shitty sick form experience and first year as well and in a uni obviously you are yeah I was on edge man and she was like called me into the office I thought what the fuck have I done and then she was just talking about like my posts and stuff and I'm like I literally am helping people man like the core reason I create videos is to help people know what course to do like that's what I want to do like because I was clueless and didn't have anyone who was doing the same course as me that's why I did my stuff like what was it in in a negative light yeah yeah she was like why are you sharing like da 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 and then we had modules like later down the line when we had to record ourselves on camera and I got four marks in all of them and I was like fuck you bitches Slay. <laughs> I was like I can't do anything else but I can talk on camera that is so funny <laughs> and like then the people who came yeah. in to do talk were like did any, anyone in here do YouTube and I was like I'm not gonna put my hand up like I want to keep low key now because you've made mm. me feel comfortable she turned around and was like pointing at me like <laughs> I was like bitch biggest fan when it comes to it yeah, yeah. very odd I also got first in my social media module mm-hmm. slayed it yeah <laughs> I love that for us. Um, so when you finished uni, obviously it hasn't been that that long. Like, yeah. how how were you feeling? I know you were feeling excited because you wanted to start social media and stuff. Like, was there mm. any part of you that was a bit like gutted? Oh, it's really bad because no, <laughs> yeah. I was. I knew and I do like miss my friends mm-hmm. so much. But for me, that that was like, the only ever part mm-hmm. that I knew I was gonna miss. Um, I was just so done like Mm -hmm. so ready to be done with work even but I feel like it's funny because so I finished uni and literally within I was I'm like hasn't been that long I'm like Megan it's nearly a year since you handed in your last module feels like it was yesterday but I was pretty much straight away when so I did a bit of traveling over Mm -hmm. the summer if you are from Charlotte's channels and I pretty much straight away went to Bali with my friends I had like Mm -hmm. three weeks after I finished my handed in my course until like literally getting on the flight um, and then from that I did Bali and then I'm going to sound like a bit, <laughs> bit of a bitch now, but this is no. what I really, really wanted to do and I saved for, but I went to Bali and then went to Greece, went to Costa Rica, went to Australia for like the last, from like June until just kind of now, December, mm-hmm. I was kind of like traveling. So I wasn't ever really focused on the fact that I'd like finish uni and was yeah. now about to like navigate life. But that situation, that like, that didn't ever phase me that much. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm always the type of person that I'm like. I kind of trust myself enough to never be in a bad situation Mm -hmm. or like trust myself enough to like that I'm going to work and it's going to be okay and I'll find my way even if I'm not 100% Mm -hmm. but I feel like now that I've moved out and I've like it's always been social media and something Mm -hmm. social media and part-time work and sixth form social media and uni social media and traveling there was Mm -hmm. always something else going on and now I've just moved out and I'm like oh this is the this is the moment I've been waiting for for the first time ever. It's like me and my camera, like mm-hmm. me and my laptop, mm-hmm. and I feel like this part now is where I'm trying to navigate it a bit more. Yeah, because this is the first time ever where I'm like, okay, I'm actually working from home, self-employed, mm-hmm. alone. I actually live alone, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like navigating that now is like the first. I feel like it's hit me now that I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm out of uni now. Like this is what this is what I do now. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like everything has slowed down a bit. Yeah, I sort of felt a similar way until I even came to this fact because I hit lockdown at the end of my third year. I think that's mm-hmm. maybe maybe why I'm more in uni a bit because I never got like the end bit of uni. Yeah. Um, but after that, then it was lockdown, so I was like super confused, and there was obviously like lockdown and news going on, whatever, and then. I was living with Carrie for a year and that sort of seemed like almost uni in a way because yeah. I was like living with my best mate. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then until I came here with Aiden where he's got like a nine to five job, I'm like, right, it's up really to me now. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I fully relate to that. And mm. it is nice that it sort of slows down, but I am someone who really like thrives off being busy, which is so toxic. But like, I think my brain works better when I've got multiple things to do because I feel like it keeps me motivated. Like January for me this year was so slow. And I feel like I need, I feel like that's why I watch your videos because I feel like you embrace those like moments. Whereas I literally was like, great, I'm 
unemployed in January whereas I could have just like t- taken it slow like had a more relaxed start to the yeah. year but it's hard to do because you instantly because of society feel a bit mm-hmm. unsuccessful like yeah. you're a bit like I'm really trying it's my goal of the year I haven't really done it successfully yet but to like you said like slow down embrace those moments like mm-hmm. I always kind of say it as like take the perks of the job mm-hmm. like sometimes I don't have a whole day to fill out nine to five but I'll make things to do for myself mm-hmm. to kind of like make myself fill out my day yeah. and sometimes I'll have a whole day's work so really when I like I could be working till the evening so really when I don't have those nine to five days I should embrace it go out and whatever but like I just start finding stuff to do mm-hmm. or just feel guilty for not it's yeah. like you really have to find that like switch off and be like no a perk of my job is right now that today I'm like done for the day or I've sent over yeah. all my brand deals or I don't have to film anything I'm actually good and like you said like mm-hmm. making it a thing to go out and make the most of the day be productively unproductive (laughs) yeah I think it's just that I think I'm failing if I'm not like crazy and I I know that's just like such a shitty mindset to be in and Mm. I don't would never want to push that on anyone else I don't know why to myself I'm like well you're unsuccessful you're a failure because you're not doing xyz today you know Mm. yeah it's funny because I'm not even quite sure I feel like a failure I just don't Mm. know what to do with myself Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I feel like you said like I do five off being busy and I love the chaos I put chaos into my life <laughs> everywhere little sprinkle in <laughs> yeah. there I love it but yeah it's just because like you said I've never had to navigate just like sitting down midday and being like all right well now what mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah such a weird situation are you finding being lonely at all has come into the picture I mean you've not been on your own too long so I don't know if that's no, I don't get lonely. I like that. No, alone but never lonely. Mm-hmm. I like I'm I'm one hundred percent, which is maybe a bit toxic. My own safe space. I love this. So yeah, never lonely. Mm-hmm. Tonight's the first night where I think I'm gonna go back to Manchester, and I've had like the busiest few weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm so I'm alone excited. all night. I, I like, love I can't that. fucking wait. Yeah, that's so good. I I think I I'm getting better as well. At, being on, my, oh, I actually quite like being on my own. I mean, Aiden's going to like a football game later, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. I get to just sit yeah. in the flat, like maybe just do a bit of cleaning with some YouTube on or something. Yeah, just something relaxing. Um, and the previous guest, Bethan, she was talking about how loneliness is such a positive thing for her, which I mm. thought was amazing because when I put the polls up, everyone was saying loneliness is negative, it's horrible, it's a shit feeling, da da da. And she was like, oh, I quite like it. Like it's loneliness has brought me to new people, and it's also, yeah, that's so true. um, and it's also good because I've been able to be in my own company and work on myself so yeah so true because I've met some new some brand new pals in Manchester and stuff so like I say I'm never lonely but I am always making a conscious effort to make new friends and to Mm -hmm. go and see people and like my best friend lives in my apartment Mm -hmm. building so like we're always spending like an evening together and stuff Mm -hmm. so I'm never alone for like long since of time Mm -hmm. but in that days I think that's where it hits me not like loneliness but I'm like like I'm yeah. all alone today and I've got no idea what to do and I just yeah. but yeah not lonely not like a sad lonely no, feeling should we move on to your like podcast because obviously you say you, okay. you keep saying it's a new podcast but it's almost, yeah, it's almost really a year or a year <laughs> yeah. I think it's because it's like a new venture right because I always think this podcast is new and it's like well it's almost again been a year it's a yeah. sort of time so yeah how has that been for you is that something you've wanted to start for a while or was it like a spontaneous decision like, so I've always kind of wanted to do a podcast mm-hmm. but I always thought I need to do it with someone Mm -hmm. you know like I feel like the podcasts I love and like podcasts especially when I always kind of wanted to do them no one really did podcasts on their ones Mm -hmm. it was like two friends or interviews every single um episode and then my last module in uni actually we could do whatever we wanted to do and I kind of took it as an opportunity to like better my socials Mm -hmm. and then a month into it my tutor was kind of like they weren't they were a great tutor they were like where where are you going like with this like what's your final outcome gonna be they were like you should be choosing this time now to like try a whole new venture for your social media because in a month's time that will be taken away from paid work kind of time but now you have to complete uni anyway so you may as well do something brand new and just like give it a go and I was like fuck it I'm gonna start a podcast (laughs) um so that's actually why my podcast is even a thing I don't know I'd like to think it was like maybe like now I would have started creating it but yeah it's actually because it was my last module in uni was me creating the podcast me creating Mm -hmm. like the cover art and the like Instagram the TikTok like everything to do about it um and I I love it I was walking here today and I was like I love podcasts I love that you can just like sit down with your mate and chat because I feel like you don't really do that on YouTube Mm -hmm. anymore yeah I love that you could just sit down like have a conversation with someone and just sit and chat about Mm -hmm. like 
literally whatever you want to talk about and yeah, whoever listens so listens it's almost like a new youtube in a way yeah. where it's portable is that the right word mm. yeah portable like you can take it anywhere like on because i'm on the tube and underground like with no yeah. signal and stuff like i always have like my little friends in my ear whoever yeah. i'm listening to on the day and it's so nice and i like that there's something for each mood like yeah so like true. i love having relaxing podcasts and mm-hmm. things that make me think and then sometimes i'm like no i just need a laugh and i'm like yeah. receipts podcast like yeah, love them yeah, yeah. guys um so yeah i love that there's just such a variety and I don't know. I just, apparently this year is the year of the podcast. I keep seeing it everywhere in articles and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. I feel like it's been the year of the podcast for ages. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God. Like when I started, I was like, I'm too late. Yeah. And now since I've started, I'm like, Jesus Christ, everyone's given, like, and I'm so yeah, glad, yeah. but like everyone's given it a whack. So I'm excited. Yeah. It's so weird that it's a thing that's like, there's too many podcasts or it's getting oversaturated. I'm like, is that, is that the same then with Instagram accounts and TikTok accounts and YouTube accounts? It's sort of the, just like another platform that yeah, people is. can have in a way. Like, obviously more having more there is gonna make it more difficult to sort of like push it but I don't know I think that's the same with all social media so it's weird that it's just a thing with a podcast and I almost don't see my podcast like that which is I think why I love it so much Mm -hmm. I'm not like oh my god like obviously I've got big delusional dreams a little bit but not really Mm -hmm. I'm like I just want to find people who want to listen to me I don't care about being like number one in the charts the biggest podcast ever like I just want to find a nice little community that all think like-minded and just literally have a chat with them every week and hear what they have to say about it in my DMs Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. so I think it's nice because I'm I'm not stressed when I see it get oversaturated. Whereas when I was starting YouTube, I probably would have. Yeah. Would have been like, oh no, but I really want to. I really want to get my plaque. Mm-hmm. Whereas with podcasts, I'm like, as long as there's like a good few people listen every week who enjoy it, calm. Yeah. No, I agree. I think having a space where you're finding like a community, it's like that slow burner thing. People also mm. say for like Instagram, for example, like you just want your following to grow organically and like with people who genuinely want to like rather than these people who buy fucking like likes and followers and stuff yeah. it's not actual people you're gonna have conversations with like that's my favorite part of having that online communities because mm. you you match up with people all around the fucking world yeah who also think like you or want to have like an interesting conversation with you and i feel like yeah. that's the beauty of like podcasting as well yeah 100 percent is there a dream guest like I know you said that you do a lot of episodes on your own obviously Mm. is there anyone you would love to like have on so I was talking about this yesterday there's not a dream person Mm -hmm. but a kind of thing I would love to start but I don't know where to start is getting on (laughs) I said this to someone the other day and they were like not what I thought you were gonna say is getting on like a sleep therapist a nutritionist Mm -hmm. people like that and sitting down with them and being like can we debunk some TikTok trends some like myths and stuff Yeah, yeah because I feel like if, if anyone is on like the wellness side of TikTok, oh my God, I get, I get on there and I get overwhelmed. Before yeah. I know, I've got like seven different kinds of vitamins in my basket and I'm like, what am I doing? Have you seen like what I drink in a day? Yeah. Mate. Loads and you're like, things. one drink they're saying, you're like, oh, that actually does sound pretty good. And then they drink it and you're like, oh my God, like I want to sit down with someone and be like, so. What do I actually yeah, need? <laughs> what's actually beneficial? But then obviously all nutritionists also have different opinions. Yeah. But I'd love to, I don't know why this has always been in my head, but I'd love to sit down with a sleep therapist. Mm-hmm. and be like can we talk about setting like the perfect oh sleeping God. scene oh yeah i would be listening so much because sleeping that. is like one of my things i think that yeah stress me like stress me out and my i've had loads of weird yeah i've had loads of weird like experiences with sleep in the past like i talked oh, really? talk to my therapist about it recently and she was saying it went all the way back to like me being six years six years old and like moving house and stuff like she like really broke it down and i was like what the fuck like, i was like this is this is makes so much sense yeah. And it, it feels like almost comfort in a way, knowing that it comes from that You're rather than me being yeah. a mental yeah. <laughs> person. But um, yeah, no, sleep for me is like something that can genuinely like sort my the next day out for me. Oh. So if I have, I need, I need a beautiful night's sleep. You know, some people just can have four hours and they're like, oh, that's fine. I, I need me. eight. I need eight. I Minimum. would literally, oh yeah, like I'll be in my vlog and I'll be like, I was supposed to go to gym today, but I didn't fall asleep last night. And I'm like, I know that sounds lazy, but to me, make sure I have the eight hours of sleep is actually more important than getting up and going to the gym. I'm not going to get up and go to the gym if I haven't slept right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm going to sleep in. I don't yeah. care. Like, yeah, it's so weird that just simple things every day can like fuck up. I know, isn't it? I don't know. I find so much, yeah, I find so much interest in all that kind of stuff, which is why I'd love to sit down, probably for my own benefit. Yeah. So what should I be doing? Like, what's the best, how can I get to sleep the best way possible? I think that'll be the best shot, though, because you'll be so passionate and interested. Like, the Mm. conversation will just be, like, flowing. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, do you have like a goal then? I know you just said you're quite chill with it and you don't want to be like top of the charts. So have you got like a goal that's suited to you in terms of your podcast? My goal this year for the podcast is, this is my year, I keep saying this is the year of the podcast <laughs> for me, is an event every single month. Mm-hmm. So I've done, again, if you don't, if you've come from other socials, I do like little podcast events every, well, I say every month, it's only February. But I did one last night actually. Um, so the first one was kind of quite chill. So I've done one when the podcast was first thing like a journal event which was really cool got like an ex-therapist in who also makes journals and taught us all how to like properly journal again Mm -hmm. like debunking some of the myths Mm -hmm. and it was just so interesting and then one we did in jam was like cute and chill we made puzzles we had chat we had coloring last night we pottery painted and just like that like for me it's all about bringing those people together Mm -hmm. to meet for so i can meet them so if they want to they can meet me but so they can meet each other as well Mm -hmm. like there was one table I feel like it was because in London as well it was really good because actually the majority of people were from London whereas mm-hmm. one in Manchester they weren't all from Manchester yeah. Manchester there was a whole table of girls who'd all kind of like just moved to London were all like 21 and they all left like with a group chat on WhatsApp and like all Aww. leaving together to go on and do other stuff and I was like this is what it's about for me yeah it's so nice as well yeah community and like connection because yeah. we're lo- obviously losing it um with social media and it's nice that you are using that community to sort of like create new friendships and yeah, relationships exactly. with people because you do lose that like otherwise. this is such a yeah it's such a sticky age to like mm. like they'd all just freshly moved to london like how else are you supposed to make friends in london yeah. like it's such a huge place yeah and even me like when i'd done the first one i just moved to manchester the week before i got to meet literally a room full of girls who are new or like-minded so nice. straight away they all got to meet each other it's just so nice and hearing them all like share advice at the table at the back was talking all about travel and one of them was stressed because she turned 21 and the other guys were 25 and they were like shut the fuck up (laughs) like everyone just sharing advice and it was just oh i love that that's my goal one of those every month yeah for sure and it's nice that it's so chill as well because Mm. like you said when people have moved to a new place and they're like what the fuck do i do and some people you're like i'll join a class or something something like that can be quite intense and daunting and you don't really get to chat sometimes at like Mm -hmm. in like a fitness class like it's a bit especially if there's like loud music and stuff but when you're sat pottery painting or doing your jigsaws like it's such a nice thing to do so if you want to go and check out Megan's next event (laughs) make sure you're following her podcast thanks I'm hoping the next one will be um, Pilates and Brunch is my my, in Manchester probably but that's Mm -hmm. what that's what I want to do this is making me like excited for you because I love like do you love organising it or do you get stressed about it Um, at the (laughs) moment it's a bit like I'm trying to obviously I'm trying to get a little my books of people who actually want to do stuff like that yeah so at the moment like trying to find places that would do it can mm-hmm. be a bit stressful because also like it needs to kind of be ticketed in a way so that people don't just like show up yeah so yeah but i do love organizing it once it's once i've got the ball rolling yeah yeah then i love it <laughs> yeah it can be quite intense at first yeah but that first email is always like oh my god what the fuck is going Cause on because i can't email you though, but no, <laughs> i don't email professionally <laughs> i'm gonna go into our dilemmas and questions i'm gonna just do okay. three okay Okay, this is quite an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you find what your style is when you weren't allowed to express yourself growing up? Oh, I feel like I'm trying to do that right now, you know. Me too. I feel like it's almost peaks and troughs just in mm-hmm. your own style. I think you go through phases where you're like, what the fuck do I even wear? Like, mm-hmm. what do I actually like? Like, yeah. I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm going through that majorly at the moment. Like, you genuinely will see me in this exact... I've been wearing this white pair of cargoes and a pair of jeans the last like two months Mm -hmm. because i'm like i just don't know i feel like there's been so many fucking trends Mm -hmm. that change every single week and i've either bought into them or i haven't and now i open my wardrobe and i'm like i literally just want to put on like a uniform jeans Mm -hmm. and a black top and leave the house yeah and i'm trying to find that again at the moment i'm trying to do pinterest Mm -hmm. i'm also not very good at pinterest so i'm also probably not the person to ask but i do think it is a little bit of experimenting you do have to go through the silly trends and like I think go out shopping. Mm-hmm. I can't sit online. I hate scrolling. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate online shopping. Yeah. If I know what I want, I love it. If I'm just trying to find some new clothes, yeah. I literally hate it. Get yourself into shops, I think. Yeah. I think it also helps as well because of the way they like style them on. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Stuff, it yeah. like, t- lets you know like what to do, especially if you like really are clueless when it comes mm. to like... And it's a bit more hands-on. Like, you can see the textures. You can see it. You can go and try it on. You mm-hmm. can literally just go in the changing rooms and try mm-hmm. on hundreds of different outfits that look mm-hmm. completely different to each other and just yeah. give it a go. I remember I had literally no no idea what I was doing in first year of uni. I remember being <laughs> like, oh my God, like I want to start wearing like colourful things. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I've just been wearing jeans and a top for like 
my whole life yeah like, I just want to do something and obviously I, I look back and I feel physically sick at the outfits I wore oh in first God, year but I think Actually, at the time yeah. maybe it was okay <laughs> like that's what I tell myself just so I don't stress myself but out also, like, like who cares just yeah. at the end of the day yeah I mean who like I'm a tiny we... little person on like a floating rock so it doesn't really matter in it who cares just exactly. give it a go experiment I feel like I say that you're probably the one to give advice because I feel like you you seem like you very much have like your style yeah I, I think so I just like shoving loads of like colourful fun <laughs> things on and that's just what makes me feel like happy and confident mm. I think that's it it's just finding something you feel comfortable in because mm-hmm, I think I tried so much like putting on oh poly dresses and yeah. like skin tight things that weren't it wasn't even about it being unflattering it was more like i'm not fucking uncomfortable why do mm-hmm. i want to wear like heels and a bodycon dress on a night out when i can wear cargoes and yeah. a cool little crop like yeah i don't know that's obviously i'm not no shade to anyone that's who loves no poly dress it's like, all about if, you though it's all about what makes you yeah. feel comfortable yeah because the opoly are th- thriving because of a reason like everyone yeah, exactly. loves it like but i just think i was trying to fit in yeah when actually my personal style was a bit more relaxed yeah and not as glam yeah and i wish i was a glam girly but i'm just not yeah <laughs> i say that to my friends the other day like my two friends from home both very much have like a style like one of them is a very cool street gal mm-hmm. vintage depop oh, queenie love she's that. oh her outfits are always amazing and the other one is very milfy classic matilda matilda yeah. De- jeff yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know her name. <laughs> um and I was like, I don't know what I am. And then I was sat there in my huge coat, my huge hoodie. And I was like, honestly, I don't know if this is a thing, but my style is being comfortable. If I'm uncomfortable in something, I physically won't leave that. I'll just have a bad day. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really care what I look like as long as I'm comfortable. Cozy, yeah. Which I do need to change a bit because then halfway through the day I look in the mirror and I'll be like, mm, I don't feel confident anymore. You look like a sack. <laughs> Big sack. But, a nice medium I feel like it's kind of almost weird I don't know if this is cunty to say but like with this industry and having like dress codes and things like that mm. and I'm like don't tell me what to wear yeah, like, smart casual. it stresses me out because I just I think I overcomplicate things in my head and I'm like I should just stick with what I like wearing mm. but I think there's a lot of pressure when it's all like a bit superficial sometimes would you always media. rather be over or under dress oh uh, oh I don't know because I think I felt worse when I'm underdressed. Do you? I think when I've been in situations and I've gone super casual, I feel worse. I'm like, oh fuck. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Being overdressed, oh my god, it literally gives me the ick about myself. Yeah. I think that would yeah. make me feel so uncomfortable. God, this. Is I think it's one. because I already feel a bit not me glam. If I turned up super glam <laughs> and no one else was, I'd think, oh my god, oh, I'd yeah, be sick. Oh yeah, true. Actually, yeah, that's true. Like I've come in my poly dress and like. Yeah. <laughs> no, but even just a little bit because heels aren't really me. If I've gone through the effort to put them on and then I turn up and realise I didn't need to, that would just make me feel like yeah. annoyed at myself. Yeah. So I'm like, you tried to. You tried to do something you didn't need to do it babe like just go home relax man yeah underdressed always I think but not to the point where I'm like I wouldn't want to be in trackies on a red carpet yeah but like a little bit I'd rather be in trainers and, and everyone else be in heels than the other way around yeah yeah maybe I don't know I was just intrigued we can move yeah. on <laughs> what, what was the actual question how do you find what your style is yeah, when sorry. you can't I say go into changing rooms and just try a bunch of stuff yeah. on and see and Pinterest and stuff yeah I think experimenting is just key at this point. If you yeah, have, you have to. If you don't know your style, like, that's what you're going to have to do. And at do. the end of the day, like we were saying, it's just, it, literally nothing's that deep. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't matter if no. you're wearing... Oh, that's what I was going to say when you were saying that. <laughs> On Emma Chamberlain's podcast, she was like, um, I think it was like a 2023 trends projection or something. She was like, I think fun fashion's going to come back. And it was because you said, like, that's what makes me smile. Like... People say about my home decor, they're like, that's ugly. I'm like, but it, I wake up in the morning, I'm, I smile at it. Yeah. It, makes, it, like, it makes me happy. Like, I think that's the vibe for clothes as well. Mm-hmm. If you see something and you love it and it makes you smile, even if you think it's a bit weird, just fucking get it. Just have some fun with it. Yeah. It's not that deep. Yeah, no, I feel the same. I think, what is it? Is it maximalist? Because everyone's like, oh, yeah. minimalist. Like, I love looking at on Pinterest maximalist and it's like all these yeah. crazy like homes <laughs> with like loads of colours. All the like, prints <laughs> and all that, yeah. So fun and like loads of clashing. But mm. yeah, I think that makes me smile like bright clothes and like, yeah. So I, I just feel more like me. Makes me feel good in myself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, next one is if either of you suffer with anxiety and panic or panic attacks, how do you mm. cope with them? It's actually super well not super new for me, but I was saying to a friend the other day, I had a, I had a panic attack so bad the other day I went to A and E before I went to okay. Australia. 
Um, and I've never really had that before. I've never really been... I've, I remember having one when I was little, not anything crazy, and also not that little, mm-hmm. but I feel like recently I can literally think myself into a panic attack, mm-hmm. and I have no idea where that's come from. Mm-hmm. But something like my therapist has done recently is I'll be, I'll be chatting to her, and like she won't even answer me. She'll be like, have you, have you breathed? And I'm like, ah, good question. She's like, have you breathed in the last like five minutes? And I'm like, no. So something I do day to day now is like, if I've realized, if I realize I'm thinking or if I'm just like sat on the tram on tube, whatever I'm doing, sat eating dinner, I'm like in like deep, deep belly breaths constantly. Conscious breathing. Yeah. So good All the time. Because I breathe so shallow into my chest Mm -hmm. and even the thought of that makes me panic. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, into the belly. (laughs) That's something I've been doing, but I'm probably not. I'm navigating it. Probably not the best person to ask. Yeah. This would be the perfect space for a headspace ad. But, oh, yeah. So um, true. I literally did it this morning. Like, I forced Aiden into doing it as well. Um, they do a lot of, like, mindfulness breathing techniques when you first wake up. Literally 60 seconds out of your day. Like, just to take a few breaths. It's like, why the fuck am I not doing yeah. that more often? And the thing is, I've said this on the podcast I want recently. You can breathe anywhere. I'm not asking you to mm-hmm. sit down and do a 15-minute meditation. I'm saying like that. You're on the tube. You're literally on a walk. Am I breathing into my stomach? Is all I'm asking you to think mm-hmm. about. Like one deep breath into your stomach. Mm-hmm. And the woman I did the podcast with said someone sent that to her when she was about to get on flight. She was really nervous. And she said she did it once and it calmed her down so much she started bawling her eyes out in the airport. She was like, why has no one ever taught me this before? And I was like, that's really sad, but at least you know. Yeah. Oh, that makes me <laughs> emotional. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, I had really bad panic attacks at uni. It was really bad at one point. And then I literally put it on my story. It was the first time I started talking about mental health. And I was like, I'm literally so scared to put that I've had a panic attack on my mm. story, but I'm going to ask because I'm desperate. Like, I, yeah. need, I need to see if anyone else experiences this. Yeah. Or am I just a weirdo? <laughs> and um, literally, so, I, think, I, I think I was like so emotional because so many people were messaging like all these things they were doing. And the things that I found worked really well for me was like physically grounding myself. Mm. You know, people say like yeah. grounding exercises, physically grounding myself. So it would always happen in the middle of the night hence this sleeping issue that I have um I would wake up (laughs) I would wake up and I would have to put all my hands and my feet on the floor oh interesting and like because I think my just mind would go crazy like uh, uh, is something happening to me like what's going on and I had it was like literally physically bringing me back down to earth and being like I'm in my uni room everything is okay mm. chill out yeah babe. and that would actually help me and then the whole sensory thing i don't know if you've heard that before you know it's five like things you can yeah five things you can that. see four things you can do like yeah. that again is like focus focusing rather than what's on your mind yeah. yeah distraction but for me oh, it sounds breathing. so dumb breathing through and through mm-hmm. all the time because it's actually what like your breath to i don't know what it is like your brain connection like within your um, central nervous system as mm-hmm. soon as you breathe into your stomach slower your brain automatically thinks you're okay and you're in a safe space. Mm-hmm. Because if you're panicking, that breath mm-hmm. is literally a panic breath. As mm-hmm. soon as you like slow down, it's crazy. Yeah. What I'm gonna say is not gonna help anyone, but the other day I was thinking, I'm probably taking years off my life from the amount of anxiety and panic attacks I'm having. Like yeah. more heart beating. Like I need to just chill, man. Just chill. And find things that work for you. Like the breathing might really work for you or mm. the grounding things that I said. Um, it's just finding what works in your head because the breathing thing works for me on a day to day basis. But if I'm in mid panic attack, yeah, I no. physically can't. So I was like, breathe. breathe. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I can't. I forgot. I literally can't even die. take yeah. a breath. Never mind a um, fucking belly breath. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I think yeah, it's just again, it's almost experimenting with that mm. and seeing what works for you and your needs. Yeah. In terms of this is weird, but it's just a little nugget I want to throw in because I love it. In terms of like general anxiety, mm-hmm. something I think about a lot is like if you have the means to worry about the past or the future, your present is clearly okay. I like that because it's like if if in this moment, for example, you're getting literally like chased by a lion, you'd be worried about it the here and now. Like you'd be yeah. worried, you'd be thinking about what is going on right here, and you'd be present in the yeah. moment. And if you're not it's because your presence calm mm-hmm. like you're clearly chilling in your flat mm-hmm. watching a film and your mind's bored so it's like oh let's do this and it's like reminding yourself always like clearly if i've got something to worry about i'm all right yeah <laughs> i'm in a safe space i'm yeah, okay yeah it's so true mm, something yeah. i think about a lot if i start like my mind starts wandering i'm like bro you're just bored yeah. you're just trying to think of something to do mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i even think about the floating rock thing sometimes like oh. i know it's i know it's sometimes a bit too like Christ, nah, I love it. It's just like, does it's anything actually matter anymore? No. Like, not really. Like, it is literally my go-to. Around. Like, it's quite fascinating that we can even just have this conversation. And you can understand it listening to this. Like, yeah, just it's fascinating. So I just need to relax and chill my little brain out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, last one is, I'm feeling helpless when my loved one feels sad. 
but I'm not with them to look after them, how would you cope with this? I feel like this is something I'm trying to navigate at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm always a one for lots of FaceTime. If my friend's particularly sad, I'll always send uh send a little thing in the post. I'll always send a little bunch of flowers mm-hmm. or something yeah. that, that might just cheer them up. But also, sorry, I'm gonna come at this with, come at this with a bit of a I don't know what the word is, a bit of a not morbid view. But also try and make sure you don't like lose yourself in the process. Like as much as you want to help your friend, remember or your family member. They said family member. They said loved one. Oh, so it could yeah. Be anyone, yeah. Um, that you can help them as much as you want, and you can chat to them and whatever. But if they're not gonna like get up and like they're not your responsibility, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like don't then start stressing yourself out if they're not getting better because at the end of the day that's up to them you can be there for like for them as much as you want and you can help them you can give them advice you can call them when they're sad to make sure they're okay and stay on facetime and stuff but yeah something i've had to learn is like you can't just yeah magic wand (laughs) yeah no i really like what you said there because i was thinking loved one instantly i thought of aiden i was like i've never really had to do that because he's usually quite like a normal (laughs) standard guy um but with like family and stuff, like I think I find it difficult to not lose myself because I love them so much. It's so hard for me not to. I'll sacrifice like anything and everything I'm doing. I'll get yeah. Same, and then I literally just I become like this little. I can't even think of what I become, but like not me. Like I'm just yeah. nothing, um, and put all of my energy into someone else. Basically, just become like the therapist and the carer, which is something I'm trying not to do. So this is a bit of morbid advice, but yeah, it's what I'm going through right now. No, so I think so. I think what you said I think when someone is upset and stuff like being there for them or even Mm. just saying I found that what's really nice is going like do you need to talk about it or do you want me to be a distraction yeah find out what they need yeah figuring out what that you you can give them or provide them that's not again giving yourself away so a lot of my friends probably just want to talk about it and just let Mm. it all out and vent someone else might just prefer to just go out and do something do something nice and wholesome not drinking um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I think that's what a lot of people do turn to if they're like stressed out sometimes yeah. drinking at this day and age I yeah. think that's what everyone you know it's like oh Friday, Friday let's have a pint yeah. like, um, which obviously is fine but I think sometimes it can make things worse yeah um, I have recently had a friend who's been super super sad and mm-hmm. I've been trying to learn like okay I can help you as much as I can help you and that's kind of like my extent and I was mm-hmm. like I really really do think you should like finally consider talking to someone um, and they were like, I don't know, I don't know how, like, I don't know where to start, I don't know like, what to do, like, I do really want to, but like, what am I doing? And I was like, why don't you try, again, great ad slide in here, but it's not, <laughs> so I was like, why don't you try BetterHelp? I was like, great place to start, even if it's not like 100% you find them through a you absolutely love. Mm-hmm. I was like, you'll be talking to someone in two days. I was like, mm-hmm. you can literally talk to someone this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did it. And they called me before because they knew that I'd done it and I could help them be like, well, this is what they're going to ask you and whatnot, but I can't be the therapist. But I can help you prepare. Yeah. I can call you after and see how it's gone. Mm-hmm. But if they're really sad, like I would really try. And I know it's expensive. It's not always doable, but I would try and point them in the direction of, mm-hmm. is this something that's really going to help you? Because yeah. now I just get to be there to chat about it and check in and say, how was that? Yeah. Did it go all right? And know that actually they are getting the help they actually need and I don't have to try and do that for them because at the end of the day I can't yeah and it's like (laughs) almost saves them a bit of energy as well like obviously they can talk to you and yeah of course but like it will save them going sort of through that emotional trauma like Mm. multiple times if they're like talking to their friend and then going to the therapist Mm -hmm. if that makes sense so yeah yeah I'd say I'd agree like therapy's like changed my life like I started it six months ago and I've been going like well not going physically but I use better help um and it's just yeah transformed my way of like thinking and mm. it's just so nice to talk to someone who's professional and yeah, can break things down and like give me sort of not I think give me answers because I'm that sort of person I'm like I want to know what's going on in my brain yeah like, me too um yeah I, I would 100% recommend it and try and put things into perspective like it is fucking expensive like that's why I've only been able to do it in the last yeah. six months like it's not accessible to everyone and I do mm. it like appreciate that but if you can set aside some money like you would for going and eating out or like going and doing something like it's so important like people just only think physical health like you, yeah. put, you pump money into the gym or yeah. workout classes yeah. it's literally the same it's like exercise for your brain and like working out what's so going important. on there so, um, so important and even yeah. if it's only like you're going like once once every two weeks if that's what you can afford even if you're just mm-hmm. trying someone once every month if that's what you can afford it's not pointless like it's still so worth it mm-hmm. to sit with someone at the end of the month and be like oh this is a roundup if you can afford it it's 
Honestly, you'll be so surprised. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> you mentioned earlier that you travelled quite a lot last year. Mm-hmm. How was that? Did you find that was good for your sort of like mind and mental health? Yeah. Do you know what? I do and I don't wish that I did one of them. No vlogs, no phone, no mm. nothing. Because like we were talking about, it was like almost in Bali I did. I've made one TikTok the whole time I was in Bali, which mm. is hilarious. Bearing in mind, that's my job. Um, but I did vlog it all and stuff. And I'm so glad I did because even my the guys I went to Bali with, the Bali vlogs are like their favourite thing of all time. Like one of my friends just newly got like a, was seeing someone and literally she sat down and was like, watch the Bali vlogs with me. Like she watches them like every week. I love so that. I'm so glad. But like, even if I just vlogged, I wish I had like, it wasn't the, like the mental guilt of like what I should be doing Mm -hmm. it's always should I wish I should be doing this I should be doing this like I wish I took it as time off a bit more Mm -hmm. because I feel like I almost came back and was like (sighs) whereas that's what I should have been doing when I was there but oh my god no it was all my life that's what I've known like Mm -hmm. as soon as I finish uni like that's what I want to do and that's even in a few years that's Mm -hmm. my long-term goal is to literally just like fuck off and not come back (laughs) like that's what I've always always wanted to do so to do that like every plane I got on felt so surreal I was like as if I'm like doing this and then as if I'm doing it again I just couldn't believe like the situation I was in it all came together so so unbelievably well and you did some of the trips with your partner right and then Mm -hmm. some with two of them yeah yeah so I did Bali with my pals Greece was only a week but I went solo Mm -hmm. which was really good I was proud of that um and then yeah I did Costa Rica for a month in Australia for six weeks with him yeah which was which was fun which was your favorite <laughs> oh i feel like that's a really you hard question you don't have to pick, you don't no have because to pick. they were favorites for different reasons yeah. i've been to bali before and i love that place i'd move there in a heartbeat love it love the people like it's so it's typical social good. media i know it really annoys me that it's been it made good into, like, for a, a reason it's so yeah true <laughs> it's, it's such a beautiful place like the people the like, people so me. lovely the people are just you like lo- you can learn so much from mm-hmm. the way balinese people live their life it's incredible and that was fresh after uni I couldn't believe I'd finished uni like that was the most like excited and I was there with my girlfriends Costa Rica was really fun because it was like a brand new kind of place Mm -hmm. I didn't really know what to expect so it was fun to navigate that Mm -hmm. was the first one with my boyfriend like it was fun to do all of that with him and then Australia was just surreal because it's Australia and it's always been a dream place Mm -hmm. so maybe Australia for the terms of like the place yeah for sure like when was I was like even my boyfriend just said to Megan like <laughs> I was so jealous about Australia and I was like same um yeah that was so good yeah that's obviously something on my bucket list and I just feel like you sold it to me even more like I you're like, welcome <laughs> <laughs> and go and check out what was where, where who did you go with <laughs> oh we went with my adventure project they can like plan it all um god we're so good at these but it is incredible if you are considering it they just take the stress out of it they can just plan your route yeah. like it's not a group thing they can just plan tailored to you if you like going out if you don't if you whatever it was so easy it was yeah, so good so to just wake up and have an itinerary someone else had done for you yeah <laughs> i love that oh, yeah, it was I'm... so good was there a part of the trip where you were like this is fucking no no i know the whole thing was insane mm. but was there like any moments because i've had holidays you know where you're like i remember one time in florence in italy that was like one of my favorite moments i was just like sat on this bridge like in the middle of nowhere like this guy was like playing the um, and I was just like, like sat there I was yeah. like I'm the happiest I've ever been that's so you funny because I was going to say skydive <laughs> so different <laughs> the opposite yeah no but there is a lot of yeah. in like Byron Bay in Australia there was a lot of like um, like buskers that were mm-hmm. so good though and like just people there was like one of them people getting up and there was this old couple like dancing in the street and there was these sisters mm-hmm. like spinning each other around and I was just stood there and I was like life is beautiful yeah <laughs> I was like this is really is what it's about isn't it mm-hmm. why do we get so fucking stressed <laughs> like when you see slow moments like that you're like that's that's what it's about right here yeah. in this moment like that is what we should all be striving mm-hmm. for like in our everyday like why do we wait until these moments to feel like that yeah but just small moments like that but yeah probably jumping mm-hmm. out of plane <laughs> <laughs> love i want to do that abroad because i've done it here and obviously, oh, yeah yeah it was actually my like even on my when i used to write my blog my top thing on my i had like a weird like bucket list section on my blog yeah. it's kind of weird um, <laughs> and skydive was the top i was like, i want to skydive i want to skydive and it was literally when i came back from that trip uh, from italy I, it was the next day so i was like no i had like three hours sleep and i just jumped out of a plane and my eyes are like this at the end oh my god it's so, so good. good so good so good i went deaf for literally about two weeks but it was so worth it oh, god. <laughs> well they <laughs> this is actually a really big tangent but i don't care they you know you have like the goggles yeah. on he was like yeah if the goggles slip like your eyes will pop out and dry because they'll be so dry 
And I just was like, why have you told me this? Like, I'm so scared so now. I just thought it was a bit windy. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I thought it was windy and then you wouldn't be able to, like, see. So. You just have to close your eyes. And then yeah. he told us it just as we were about to jump out. And it was like, oh, why'd thing. you do that, man? And I literally... I would have been shit myself the whole way down. So as we fell, my glasses started moving like this. No, I freaked out. And you know, they tell you to, like, move your arms out after all, like, when they tap you or something. I, I was like, well, I can't. I'm holding my glasses. Did you your glasses yeah. and I, I landed in a different field to like Aiden and all of his family. So and then funny. we landed so weird because obviously I was fucking freaking out. Um, the guy was like, like fucking me from behind. Like it, because of like the pull of the parachute, it was like this. And I was like, I'm so glad I'm in a different field. Otherwise the whole of Aiden's family, my nan, my granddad, everyone will be watching this guy like fucking <laughs> from behind. I was like, God, maybe it was a blessing. <laughs> it's a funny story. Like it's in my head. So. Yeah. I just want to do it abroad, I think, because it would just be like a... If you ever if you ever go to Australia, just wait till yeah. you go do it there. Oh my God, it's... I'm going to shut up. It's so fucking good. <laughs> oh, your solo yoga retreat recently. I watched your vlog. Oh. How was that? Oh my God. Amazing. That's how I want to spend every weekend. <laughs> little things... Oh, again, little things like that. Like, it was a Saturday morning. We woke up, we did our vinyasa. Mm-hmm. And then we had breakfast. I went back, I read. And then I went back for like this amazing, like, almost like... Uh, kind of like beginnery kind of workshop where you really go through like the, the form of it mm-hmm. went back read a bit more and then it was like half three and we were going on a walk oh no it was like one o'clock and I just also got back from the farm shop and I was making mm-hmm. my soup and I was like it's one o'clock on a Saturday and I've done two yoga classes I've read half my book I've whatever and I was like why this is so doable mm-hmm. to do like every Saturday I was like oh every morning and I was like oh no because when you get back you've got to cook your own breakfast you've got to do the washing and you're like yeah okay maybe not every day <laughs> but I was like how easy is that for me, it's like, oh my God, I'm my phone literally mm-hmm. sends me into a deep, dark hole. But it was so good to, again, and they were so focused on breath. We did breath work literally about mm-hmm. five times a day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like since coming back from that, I'm really like, I felt so chill all weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm almost sure, forget all the yoga, it was just how much we breathed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that was so good. I'm actually hoping to do a podcast retreat there because mm-hmm. I just want people to experience that so mm-hmm. much. But... Oh, it was just incredible. Would you recommend it to like anyone, sort of thing, or anyone. like people who are into certain things like that, or just any? You think everyone could do with a bit of? Oh yoga? yeah, Every, like a few people have asked me, like, oh, but I've never done yoga before. I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. like at all. Like, yeah, some people who were there had never done a yoga class yeah. in their life. I feel like with yoga, you can sort of like pick it. They, it's yeah. so slow. Like, it's yeah. not like you know, like Zumba or something no, like exactly. crazy, where it's like I can't dance or I like, have no coordination. And yoga it's teachers like... are always so nice. They'll mm-hmm. come up to you and they help you and whatever. But it was just. Like learning how to properly switch off, mm-hmm. and like we had a theme for it, which was like it was supposed to be like find inspiration, and then mm-hmm. she changed it last minute because she didn't feel like it aligned. And I was like, oh, I really wanted that, and it actually turned into like finding your value and like your truth. And I was like, ah, okay, mm-hmm. um, and just like constantly coming back to something like that all weekend, and the different visualizations we did. Like I literally felt like I was in like a third dimension. Like it was. If you're into all this, not into all this hippy dippy stuff, you're gonna think I'm a crazy person. But it was unbelievable it was no. so good mm-hmm. it was so crazy to experience like things like that like visualizations that like that you'd like talk to someone that like maybe you miss like, i think everyone in there kind of pictured someone they were maybe grieving mm-hmm. and oh my god we were all like meditating with a bloody eye pillow and crying our eyes out and just like having that weekend to just like switch off and like be that and just like be there mm-hmm. oh my god if you ever get a chance, even like a day thing, mm-hmm. or just even like look a bit more into like breath work and things like that. And next time you do a meditation, like really set mm-hmm. the scene, really set the scene and allow yourself to just like be there, yeah. not thinking how far into it am I, whatever, like take the time as if you were in a yoga retreat. Cause all yeah. week I was like, this is my only chance to switch off ever. Like I'm going to do it now and I'm going to do it a hundred percent. But I'm like, why don't I do that every <laughs> yeah i mean if as well you can probably find a lot of like free resources yeah on exactly YouTube on youtube stuff. yeah that's what i mean but, like, i think physically going somewhere would yeah. just be like a bit more life-changing it's because right? i think in your head though it's you're like oh i'm going so i'm gonna properly switch off but like yeah. all that is is allowing yourself to do so mm-hmm. you can set the scene yourself in your bedroom mm-hmm. literally turn on the lights and give yourself 20 minutes phone on do not disturb and yeah that's something I'm, I'm mm-hmm. trying to do more of just like li- literally yeah. allowing myself to switch off like like mm-hmm. I kind of learned how to yeah because I hate being addicted to my phone like me it's, too I'm so bad I'm so it. scared like I feel like I'm like uh, like always yeah reaching for it and it's really bad and I just want to become less reliant on it because I think it's really quite scary 
<laughs> yeah, I was the book I was reading when I was there. It wasn't a serious book. Mm-hmm. It was called like none of this is serious. It was about a girl like in this day and age who mm-hmm. is addicted to her phone essentially. Um, and one of the like paragraphs took a picture of it. Was like um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but essentially like how she she have a phone on and she'll have a TV on and she'll have a laptop on, not because she's watching any of them, but she wants a distraction from all three of the screens so that she can be distracted from her own thoughts. And I was like, essentially that's what it is. I don't want to sit here and make my own thoughts. And I'm like that. I'll have my TV on. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, did you watch like this video on YouTube or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, or like this program. I'm like, yeah. But so that in between my TikTok scrolls, that second of silence, there was something else going on. Yeah. Like I need that. Even in the so morning, crazy. I notice it. Constant stimulation. Like, I'll turn the TV on. And then even if I put music on, by the time I'm sat down eating my porridge, because I'm not physically doing anything with my eyes anymore, I, I want something to watch. I'm like, mate. This is crazy. Like, I saw... Have you seen so the scare? I've seen the scariest video. There's this kid, uh, probably about six, seven, and he's playing his, a game on like a playstation or an yeah. xbox or something and he's got his phone in his right hand and he's scrolling on tiktok and he's like this no I literally nah. freak, it's so scary i like, say oh no i literally do yeah that. i do the same like slightly slower but it's not much yeah. different do no. you know what i mean scary isn't it how much we rely on like simulation and yeah. for what like that must just be distraction from our own thoughts yeah in like an unconscious way like yeah. i'm not like i don't have bad yeah, thoughts yeah i'm not like, like i'm having the worst thoughts yeah. i need to distract myself it's just but it's just like yeah. you just get so used to it everyone on tiktok is like oh youtube's coming back people are bored of short form and i'm like hope so but also i'm still addicted to tiktok yeah yeah i keep seeing this as well they're like youtube's coming back this year i'm like who do i, I trust hope so yeah me too because i love youtube me too I'm a YouTuber through and through. Yeah. Always have been. I can't get the grasp of TikTok. I'm not quick enough for TikTok. I don't have... I can't post four times a day. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at that. I say that you literally do post like literally you're <laughs> so I? good at TikTok. <laughs> do you think? Yeah, so good. Because I'm always so harsh about myself. I'm like, oh, my TikTok is just no surprise, huh? shit. <laughs> so you mentioned a minute ago about like hippie dippy shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, are you quite spiritual? Do you think? Yeah, I think in the last few years it's become a bit more realistic spiritual. Because I feel like when you've spoke about it before, I like really relate to you. Because I'm like, I don't. Thanks believe in like star like, i'm not really sure how i feel about like star signs and things yeah. i want the thing is i really want to because i'm like mm. oh i like this like thing that i like the idea of it yeah and it's very like feminine yeah and i just feel like i like the energy but then yeah. my heart is saying and brain are saying two different things my heart wants to love it but like my brain is like you did a science very logical yeah i'm very yeah i'm very logical with hard. things like that like i get it but again it's almost like i was talking about with getting people on the podcast like cosmopolitan mm-hmm. like fucking love horoscope no yeah. i don't believe that at all yeah do i think it might have something to do with like some of us like an actual astrology person could sit down and tell me something i might find interesting or relatable maybe but i feel like this kind of like sums up maybe like how i view spirituality with like crystals for example i love crystals mm-hmm. i buy so many crystals i have so many but i believe in the i don't think the crystal is doing anything to me I think the crystal is a placebo and it holds the energy that you give it, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I used to walk around with a carnelian bracelet mm-hmm. on my hand, like, oh my God, all the boys love me. I'm so confident. Uh, like, But I was giving off that energy. So yeah. obviously I'm going to receive it back. I don't think it's that, but it's almost as if it's like it sort of a gives reminder. You encourage- yeah, it's yeah. like encouragement, but it's not physically like yeah. you put it on and giving you confidence. Yeah, like, like I'm not sure, like you said, what I believe in, like a crystal is going to heal someone's cancer, heal someone's knee problems, heal yeah. some. I'm not sure about that. But as a placebo, almost, mm-hmm. I really like that idea. Yeah. And I don't know if I do believe in the crystal or not, but yeah. at the moment, my view is like, it's kind of as if it, it holds the energy you give it. Yeah. Which is what true, people say you have to cleanse them and give them an intention. Mm-hmm. And I, that's essentially what I agree with, but I don't think it's that doing anything. Essentially, I'm like, you. Des- I deserve the yeah. credit for that. Yeah. Not the crystal. Yeah, that is similar to manifestation. Really. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, I I love manifestation. I love mood, mood boards and things like that, like visualizing stuff like for my future. But I think because I'm seeing it every day, I'm working harder towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like putting it on paper and seeing it in front of me. I'm like, oh, I need to work on that rather yeah. than like because I put it on the thing, like it's going to come to life. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like when people say, again, it's another logical approach to it, like, oh, if you have a really positive mindset, like, really good things will come to you. And no, not by magic, but because you're going searching. Yeah. Because you've got that good view, anything small that comes, you're like, oh, my God, I've manifested that. 
because you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. Just like if you wake up with a bad mindset, anything small that happens that might not have affected you normally, now mm-hmm. you're really going to point it out. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's come by magic or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just because you're actively being aware mm-hmm. of it now because you've decided that like the universe is on your side. So anything good that happens, you're like, ha, the universe is yeah, on my side. Right, yeah. But not by magic, just because you're looking for it. Yeah. It's a very interesting one. And I like, mm. I'm never wanting to put people down if they're into spirituality and stuff no. like I just think my own beliefs are like very conflicted with it I absolutely love it but struggle when it like what's the word conflicts logic yeah because I have very logical head so I love the like hippy dippy side of it and stuff and I do believe that like the things we did in the thingy like visualizations and like this type of like yoga nidra that we did like I do believe in all things like that but it's when it's like oh, if you keep this crystal in your bra, your knee problems will go away. I'm like, literally how? Yeah. Literally, no. But then I do believe they're super powerful, kind Mm -hmm. of. But I'm like, I think, like you said, I just kind of want to believe it. Yeah. But I also think that's fine. It's like, it's cute. I'm like, oh, cute, put my crystals to recharge. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's so cute. But then I'm like, it's actually charging up and doing something. Yeah. I'm I'm not too sure, I believe. Yeah, but then also I think, that's fine. But yeah. However that's going to work for you. Mm -hmm. If you think, if you, if setting the intention is enough for you, if you really think it is magic mm-hmm. and then magic things happen in your life, cool. Yeah. It's like, I like the open-mindedness of yeah. it. Like, believing what you want to believe. Yeah. But also not putting other people down if they're like super spiritual or not super spiritual as well. Yeah, because it's whatever works for you at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Even if we, even if I believe it's me and my mindset and not the crystal and someone believes it is the crystal, we're getting the same thing out of it. Mm-hmm. I just want to give myself, this is what I say okay. about religion, is whoever like, you want to, almost hand the responsibility over to yeah. I, at the end of the day I want to take credit for my own yeah. like work not the crystal yeah. or not like a higher power mm-hmm. like I also 100% believe that we have a path in life mm-hmm. I think our path with us and our path with everyone we meet is like inevitable mm-hmm. so which also helps me kind of just have like a fuck it mindset like my friend went on a date the other day and she was like I don't know whether to message him and I was like the path's inevitable whether you message him or not the same thing's gonna happen yeah you messaging him is not going to change the course of your whole future together. Yeah. So true. <laughs> so true. Mm. I like that. I feel like that's almost a good note to end on. <laughs> Pass it up to all, fuck it, do what you want. <laughs> Don't stress anyone. <laughs> so jokes. Right, I'm going to ask the question that okay. Bethan sent from the last episode. So mm. if you could interview or talk to one person, dead or alive, for one hour right now at this current moment, like oh, Megan right now, who would it be? Hmm. Who am I really interested in? I always I, find this interesting, like, how people answer this. Like, is it going to be someone you know or not? don't know? Or, like... Does it have to be a person? Or, like, can I say, like, a... I'd love to sit down with, like, a spiritual, holistic life coach mm-hmm. and pick their brain. Yeah. I would love to do that. I don't really know a person. I like... No, I like that answer. I think that's... Like when I was when I go to these like when I went to the yoga retreat and like we had these little reflexology sessions, she was like, "And we can we can chat or you can just sit down and massage." I was like, "I'm talking to you." <laughs> I was like, "I'm picking everything about your brain that you know." I just find it all so interesting. Mm. I think I would pick someone like that. It's probably not a very good answer, but off the top of my head, no, I don't I know think... who I would. A person who I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. dying to talk to them, but that's the type of person I'd love to sit down for mm-hmm. like four hours and just chat to everything about they believe and all their experiences that led them there, and mm-hmm. I'd love that. Yeah. I like it. Have you got a question <laughs> that I could set for the next guess? Do I say it out loud? Yeah. Um, okay, this is something I've been thinking about a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's a very good question, but I don't think it's a question a lot of people actually know the answer to, mm-hmm. even though you think you might. What are your three biggest values in life? What are the three things that you like live by? Okay. That you run all of your decisions by? What are your three values in life? I love that. What are yours? <laughs> what are yours? I think I've recently realised... At the absolute core of everything is being passionate. I can't do something if I'm not passionate about it. I can't get out of bed for something that I'm not super excited for. Creativity, which I feel like I've lost, but I've realised actually, again, it's at the core of everything. If you told me growing up that I'd had an after-time office job, I'd be devastated. And finding the time to, like, switch off Mm -hmm. and, like, live a bit more intentionally... I think mm-hmm. is a big value of mine, which again is something I'm trying to navigate, but really allowing myself to like, I kind of feel like almost just allowing myself to do mm-hmm. whatever it is in that moment. I yeah. don't know if that's really a value, but like switching off. Yeah, I like that. I'm trying to think of mine. I think connection would be up oh, there with mine. Yeah, that's a good one. 
purely because recently I feel like I have found that I have n- I I don't find meaning in any sort of relationship with anyone if I can't connect with them on like Love a deeper that. level than surface. I'm making that my fourth. <laughs> Me too. You know what I, mean? I value connection with people so much. I talk about that all the time in therapy. I don't know why I've not thought of that one. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's like so important to be able yeah. to like talk more than just like. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, just like shit like that drains my cup. Yeah, me too. Whereas a deep convo like this, I'll walk away feeling refreshed. Right. But if this was like a really small talk podcast, I would have left me like, oh my God. God, yeah, that was exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't know what my other ones would be. But Can I I add a small other point? So I was listening to this podcast, which made me think Mm -hmm. about it, saying if you don't know what your values are, start by what you spend money on. What does most of your money go on? Because you might not value something enough to spend your time on it, but you might spend your money on it. Or if you, what are you currently valuing at the moment? What do you spend your money on? It might not align with you, but clearly that's what you currently value because that's what you spend all your money on. Interesting. What do I actually spend my money on? <laughs> Just therapy and like... See, when? that's a good thing though. <laughs> therapy, so you value like your mental well-being. Yeah, true. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. Um, it might not be... The point of the podcast was like, it might not be where you want to be, but that is currently what you value in your life. Yeah. So if you're spending all this money on like going out drinking, you clearly value, which isn't a bad thing, socialising, yeah. friends. Yeah. Like time off. So, well, that's so interesting. I'm if you don't know where to start that. with that question, that's a good way to yeah, start. I feel like I'm going to journal about that. Afterwards, yeah, actually. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Thank you. Um, is there anything you want to shout out? Obviously, all of Megan's stuff will be in the <laughs> podcast description and stuff. No, I don't think so. Thanks for having okay. me. Thank you for being here and <laughs> for your time. So I appreciate it. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye.